Welcome to another edition of Splitting Hairs with Max and Nikki. As usual, I'm Max. And I'm Nikki. And together we're Max and Nikki. On today's episode, I'm me. Do no, you did it last no, time? You did it. I, I do did the first part and you did the second part. Now you did the first part. I did the second part. Okay. On today's episode, we'll be talking about sense, like human sense. Well, no, hold on. What do we mean by sense? Do we mean one cent, two cent, three okay. cent, four cent, five cents? It wasn't funny the first time when you were we rehearsing by, it, Max. Do we mean what sense of the word sense do we mean? What sense of, do we mean sense as in, uh, you ain't got no common sense? No, we're, we're talking about- Wait, hold about, on. Or do we uh, mean uh, the five senses? No, Feel Max, touch. No, Max, or shut up. Uh, do we on. mean- No, we don't mean any of it. Or do we mean oh, forget it? Maybe sense. we shouldn't do this episode. Okay, fine. Exactly. We're talking about human Humanist odors, odors, but not not but just human odors. Oh, not just human odors. Both artificial sense. Anyway, kind of sense. Are we talking about artificial? No, sense from food. No, that's not what we're talking about. Why? I thought we were just talking about uh, sense from that either masks a human's natural scent, and that would be artificial sense. Or, or their natural scents, such as pheromones and things like that. Why don't you say natural scent? That's the way it makes it less confusing. Because, anyway, no, I, I, if we're gonna get on it, I'd like to talk a little bit about. Well, we'll see other scents. We'll see. Anyway, uh, before we get Sense. to that, we've Sense. got a couple of. We have some station business. Station business. Um, um station business. So, uh, first order of business, we have a show uh, coming up next week. This coming Friday, actually. Uh, when no. we release this, oh, this will that's be Saturday, true. so it'll be... Uh, uh, this coming up Friday. August 4th. Friday, August 4th. Friday, August 4th. At the Bitter at the End, end in Manhattan. World famous Bitter End in Manhattan. Our band, Little Person, is going to be playing uh, at the Bitter End. August 4th. It's going to be a fun show. Please do come out. Uh, we need people to come out to this one, guys. So, so whoever's listening there in La La Land, just kidding, in in New York. Oh, that didn't really, that wasn't my fave, best New York accent but there. For but, those of yeah. you who are in New York or who are listening to this episode or who aren't listening to this episode and are just catching the vibes from your computers telling you, go see Little Person live at the bitter end on August 4th, Friday, August 4th. Please listen to that voice and do come to our show. Uh, we need all the support we can get at this point. All the, all the technical support we can get right now. Anyway, um, also on the last episode, we had mentioned we were going to be playing at uh, um, the well. The well, but uh, we're not going to be playing there anymore in August. And instead, that show has been replaced with a show on September 14th at the Lantern, at Lantern Hall, sorry. Lantern Hall, where is that located? In In East East Williamsburg. Williamsburg. And that's on September 14th. But before that, we have a show on August 31st at Gold Sounds. Where's that located? Uh, That's in Bushwick, I believe, in in Brooklyn as well. Anyway, uh, we'll talk about that more. Big Bush. And always do check out our new EP that's a few months old called I Feel Fine. Um, Yeah, check it out. It's great. SoundCloud, Bandcamp, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, Spotify, 
you know, YouTube, everything. It's all, it's all out there. Um, it's all out there in a bag of chips. It's all out there in a bag of chips. Speaking of a bag of chips, uh, those have a scent to them, right? Sure, but we're not talking apparently about that. you wanted to get more involved with human scent. Well, first, which can be a or the human centipede. That was really terrible, but Ooh. no, but some humans do smell like bags of chips. And well, that, what is we'll up with that? that? We'll get to that. Okay, so before we get truly before we get, into we get, things, before we get truly into things, we do we do want to recap this the latest, episode latest episode of, of Game, Game of, of Thrones, Thrones as we'll be doing as we'll be for doing the, for the, the rest of the season series actually, actually series. So, um, so Game, of, Game of Thrones episode season seven episode, episode two. two. Now, what, what do you we think? think? Overall thoughts? I'm still thinking in this season, even on this episode, my general feelings are like the writing is, is not as good, actually. Right. Well, there's something about the pacing. It seems well, It's weird. not just the pacing. It's just the writing itself. I feel like the dialogue seems somehow haphazardly done. I don't know. Maybe I'll rewatch, I suppose. But there's something about it that just seems to not ring as, as significant. I will stand as, by this. Ever since uh, the Game of Thrones TV series has surpassed a song of uh, fire and ice, fire and ice, so that called, is the last that book is, that George R. R. Martin wrote. What are you talking what? about? No. I mean, the last. Uh, I'm sorry. That's the the series. The series of books. But I'm saying. But ever this, since I'm it saying the last the, the, the last book, book that he wrote is what I'm saying. Which to say. was started with season six. Um, there's something about the structure that has not been as tightly. Uh, woven together, um, the the show just hasn't been structured as well as it has when it had that source material before it. it the writing was way better in seasons one through five when it, it had the source material because things were perfectly constructed throughout the whole series. You know, a lot of foreshadowing going on, but you don't really have that going on in season six and seven, partially because we're we're coming toward the end of things, you know, and there's going to be less foreshadowing, but also because it just doesn't have the source material that really, you know, s- cleverly wove things together. Um, so as we get into this conversation, there's going to be a lot of spoilers. We're just letting you know. So we're going to talk about this for the next maybe five, ten minutes. Um, so here we go. And spoil you, alert if you, if you haven't if you don't seen want the episode. To be spoiled, fast forward about five or so minutes. Right. You know. Okay. Um, this so, episode in particular. So this episode in particular, I'm also there just were some interesting. There's a lot things. of contri- there's some interesting things, but there's a lot of contrivances. I felt like most of it was just setting things up still again for one right. until the end, which was this pirate battle. Now, something right. that my sister brought up was that I, concerned me as well was how the hell did Euron Greyjoy find no, them in this I, ocean? I don't, I don't agree with that I, now, as I, a contrivance. I don't... Let me finish what I'm going to say. Now, I spoke about this with a friend of my work, and he's like, well, you just kind of have to think about it. When you're at war, you kind of have to be at the top of your game, and who knows, maybe these answers will be... These questions will be answered in the next episode. Maybe they had some some spy, some mole or something... Or who knows? Maybe that he was tracking them all along. Mm. Now here is the contrivance, though. No, no, no. Can I just tr- no, let me just let me tell you? Let okay, me re- okay. rebuke that. Okay, refute it. It's not contrived in the sense that Euron Greyjoy told Cersei, "I'm going to go get you a gift." 
that gift is assumed to have been uh, Illyria Sand and maybe the Sand Snakes. Why was that assumed? Because they're the ones who killed her daughter. And oh. so he was on his way to Dorne. He was heading to Dorne. I know, and but so, this is a whole ocean. How did he, Here's what the contrivance is. Look, how the sh- heck did he find me, them? Can you listen to me? And then so, okay. you know, there. this could be right near Dorne, by the way. Um, and, could be. We don't know that, but, though. And, you know, the other Greyjoys and the Sand Snakes, they're heading toward Dorne to pick up the army, to pick up the rest of the Dornish army. So they just... Now, okay. Now, here's, here's the contrivance. The, here's the contrivance. This is all happening ex- at the same exact moment? I mean, what yeah, the hell? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. How the heck, in this vast ocean, for one, and it's all happening at the same moment, and, I mean, there's got to be some logical explanation, but here's another contrivance is, he happens to, like, find their boat that, for some reason, all, all of the, this vast all fleet. the sand snakes are under... Under this vast fleet, Antheon and, and Yara Greyjoy, but his are. boat happens to smash into their boat, and for some reason, and that just doesn't seem like good strategy, by the way, to have all of the important people on one boat. That just seems like a bad idea. Poor planning on their part. Also, poor planning is they knew that Euron Greyjoy was out there. Why the hell looking for them? Why didn't they think about this? You know. Yeah. That I, seems very contrived to me. It seems very careless, actually. It seems very careless. Like, they're in this war room discussing their plans, and they don't think that Euron is a threat still? It's like, duh. I mean, freaking stupid You know, uh, what's her name? Tyrell, you know, the Madam Tyrell. Yeah. She was right. You know, don't listen to these guys, you know. Just, she should, you know, Daenerys Targaryen should just... She's a dragon. She should be making the decisions, you know? And she ultimately is, but Sort she, she, of. I mean, take take what the heat their advice. I just think, like, you know, I, I think what lo- the Tyrell lady, though, is saying, though, is could have some bad circumstances, but too. But I, w- you know? I will say this. You know, I speculate, because we... It's assumed, based on the trailer for the next episode, that Jon Snow is going to meet Daenerys. And I think... He will convince her that there are more, uh, to a degree, that there, there are, are more, more important, important things, things in than life the Iron than Throne. the Iron Throne. And so, it's just life in general. Perhaps she will be persuaded to join the fight against the White Walkers and, in a sense, not be so, uh, you know, um, mindset on trying to just claim the Iron Throne. Maybe trying to get Cersei out of power, but, you know. So in a sense, I, I like that Turian, his counsel to her was to not attack as many people as possible, but to try to kill as few people as possible, because that is sort of the, that would show true strength as a leader is to, you know, it's it's the Gandhi way, you know. Right. Turian is good counsel. I just, it just seems Sometimes very it's not contrived. Feasible, you know? It seems very contrived to me that. They didn't think about Euron Greyjoy. I mean, that's just playing out stupid. That's the whole reason they fled, you know, the other Greyjoys fled in the first place. Now, here's um, another I thing. I also do think, I mean, this is obviously for some sort of cinematic thing, but we don't know yet, but it seems like he didn't kill Yar, Yar Greyjoy yet. And that seems a little, like, contrived. Like, he wanted to kill them, you know? I mean... He was yeah, hellbent on killing it Yara is, and Theon. It's a bit know? of a... It's a little weird. Maybe. And also, as our sister said, these sand snakes, they were supposed to be these almighty 
warrior. powerful warriors, and they uh, they didn't do they couldn't take on this one guy with an axe, you know? No, well, but I don't although, know. Euron is. Here's it seemed a, like no, they, here's my. It seemed, seemed like they stabbed him in the neck and stuff. Like it seems like he would have been bleeding I more know, and stuff. Well, no, like, he didn't get stabbed. He got whipped in the neck. Actually, her her whip actually got him in the neck. I think that's what happened. Why does she have a whip though? Too. Like, I know. How is that going to be stupid, strong? You know, stupid weapon. Here's the thing, actually. Use the whip to get the axe out of his hand. No, here's the thing, actually. Euron, I think, is a lot more powerful than the show lets on, which is makes the show writing bad. But I think, I don't know, I haven't read the books, but I imagine in the books there's a lot more detail about his character, you know, previous to this season. I don't like the actor who's playing Euron. No, but let me just say that I think he might, I think he might have a little bit more... There might be he might be talked about a little bit more in, in in him showing that he's a capable fighter actually you know right now I just don't thing. like I don't like the actor it, it seems like he's doing too much you know like he's trying to he's playing demented and crazy almost you know it's like you know it, it just it don't it's yeah, not working for me right now I, yeah the way the show was writing the way the writing of the show is last season I was not. I did not like the way they introduced his character. It seemed very contrived to me. Like, who the hell is this character all of a sudden that comes out comes out of nowhere? Now, in the books, I think he might be mentioned. I don't know. I don't want anyone to tell me or comment on this show about him in the books because I will read the books after this you show. You actually is- are going to read the books. I think I might. Oh, my or God. Or might listen to the audio. That's for sure. After the series is done, I want to watch the series as a piece unto itself as I think this... And I think... The I want this. The show shouldn't be a companion piece to the books. It should stand on its own two feet. You know. Okay, that's how you can measure its true writing, and that's why I don't want to be known anything else about the books. So I want to measure the writing as just as possible. I guess so. I li- I kind of like the idea though that there are companion guides to a TV show. Can you listen to me? That's for a not second? what the show is supposed no, to be about. No. It- it could be, maybe not maybe, in my opinion. Like no, because like, that ruins the that, writing. That's of what it. they do with the books. Like like uh, J, uh, J, J George R R Martin, he created these companion guides for the books. You know, to really delve into the deeper history. It seems I'm not even sure about this, but to he really delves in the deeper history. You know, outside of the books, but maybe with some kind of guides and stuff. And you you kind of get that history. You know, it, it's it's nice. To have a companion guide for the book, that's for the not show true. Too. I like here's that why. Idea. Here's why it's not. It's like the Chronicles of Narnia. Here's not. Here's why it's not a companion piece, because otherwise they wouldn't have these. Um, they wouldn't rely so much on these cliffhangers. You know, it would already been ruined by the books. No, that's not like the Red Wedding, for no, instance. That people, doesn't mean you can't have a, a companion guide. What? No, like I, detailing history. You know. No. The thing like is, pre, pre, that predates the show, you know. I know, but the difference is George R. R. Martin is not responsible for the show, where he's responsible for that. Now, if George R. R. Martin was full, he is an executive producer, but if he was fully in control of the show and was like said, "Hey, this is for lovers of the books. I made a show on it too." That's not what HBO HBO were like. This is a great idea. All right, we're all gonna right, get an all audience. Right, all right. This, this, it doesn't even matter, actually. Even if you were a fan of the show, it should. It's not a companion piece. It's never stated that. It's it should. St- and plus, they're not. They're in two new, completely seasons that are not anything to do with the books now. So 
But actually, can I be, can I just? And say I think it should stand on its. The writing anyway, should stand okay, on its own okay, two okay, feet. Okay, it. And that's what it was doing in the past and the first uh, five seasons. You know. But I I do say I actually liked the first episode of this season more than the second episode. You know, I know it was a lot of exp- exp- exposition, but I uh, I liked a lot of the scenes, like the scene with the the boys that Arya found in the forest. Aside from the Ed Sheeran cameo, I did not like that. Although but I will I say he did a fine he did a fine job. It's just it's a just matter of the, just the matter of the fact that his singing used, was not I did not ideal. Well, whatever for the, on that, the I wasn't but, bothered by but, that that so much. It's just the fact that they used Ed Sheeran. But, I, I thought he did a good job. Sure, it's but, just that the fact they used but, him was anyway. Annoying. But um, the scene itself was good, and I thought it was a good scene actually. Um, I, I thought. The writing was good in the scene. Yeah, too. actually, you Nikki, know, you're the, right. The writing the first, and the acting was good in the scene. Yeah, that was, and actually, yeah, I liked the first episode more too. I know it's a little expository and not, not as a much whole action. lot happened. I mean, the Arya scene is Arya scene was Aya. actually kind of riveting, but that's what I liked about the show actually from the start that it's it riv- didn't need say to riveting, but well, yeah, but. Uh, what I liked about the show was it, it was slow paced and like they take their time with things. And that's what I liked about that scene too with Aya and the boys. Um, but, um, you and, know, gosh, man. And, you know, Jon Snow's leaving Winterfell in this episode, just as like probably Bran is probably going to get there, you know. So Bran could potentially. No, that's not true. He's still at Castle Black. Yeah, well, he might be traveling there now. I bet he'll get there soon. Is and he traveling there? Maybe, no. I don't know, but I bet he'll get to Winterfell soon. And the thing is, he's not going to get a chance to tell Jon Snow, hey, you know, you're not actually Ned Stark's son, you know? Right. I mean, like, he's not going to get a chance to tell well, him that. He'll probably and tell to get a put- chance to tell him that he's perhaps a Targaryen. Maybe. We don't know anything, by the way, yet. We don't know, but we do know that he's not Ned Stark's son. We know that he's not Ned Stark's son. That's we do know that he's Lyanna Stark's son. We know he's Lyanna Stark's son. And here's the thing. Um, he'll probably tell Sansa Stark, though. And I she know, could but, send a raven. Yeah, no, because he's going to go there and then just come right back. You know, it's like... but That's I not true. Remember, we don't know nothing I can't remember. Yet. Did, did, did they get the message from Samwell Tar? Tarly, Tarly, did they get the message that said that Dragonstone is laying on a bunch of dragonglass? I reconcile. Why, I think one of the so. reasons why he's going. I to I think Dragonstone. that's why he's going to Dragonstone because they need to. He, he, that was a scene, right? That he said we need to wield the weapons from dragonglasses. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So that's right. that is a good. That is a now. I don't quite understand why it's got to be him that goes. No, because he needs to talk. He as the leader of the North, he needs to talk with her. But also, why why does Sir Davos coming? That that seems a little contrived, almost to set him up to kind of come face to face with Melisandre again. Oh yeah, why is Sir Davos coming? I don't know why Sir Davos is coming. Why I mean, isn't somebody? I, mean, I guess he well he's kind of come into the graces of you know Jon Snow. You know what I mean? Like he's the one who was like Melisandre revived this boy. You know. I, you know he yeah I can see why actually. But who else is with? Who else has he got right now? I will say this. Man, you know, here's a kind of cool parallel that, um, that the, actually, I just really want to say, actually, the first episode, there were some really well-written, thought-out things. That scene with Arya uh, and ah, the boys yeah. really paralleled Jon Snow um, talking about um, 
how he didn't want to uh, punish the children of of the fathers who went against him, you know, because right. the children didn't have anything to say to him. And it, and it, it, it made him more sympathetic to the children as Arya, Aya. Was, Arya was more sympathetic to these young boys who don't who are really, King's Landing who soldiers, King's but Landing they soldiers, just don't, but they don't even care about the, they're just, they're put into this life, you know, it's not really their choosing and they, they have families too. And, you and know, they shouldn't be punished for what they're, the, pe- the people who they're representing, you know, their crimes, you know, yeah. um, but Aya and the boys, um, but in this episode, what's kind of cool is that, um, I didn't think about this until just now. Daenerys has the Sand Snakes and the Greyjoys. She sends them out into danger. Um, and they are met with danger and, and punishment much in the same way that Jon Snow sends out the wildlings to um, uh, basically help with the wall or something like that. Wait, and is that what the wildlings are doing now? They're, he's sending them out to guard protect, the wall. There, protect, no, to protect certain castles, actually. There's a couple yeah, of castles. Yeah, protect certain castles. And unbeknownst to him, he's sending them out to danger because uh, Sendor Clegane, the hound, saw in the fire that the White Walkers were coming to those castles, well, no. actually. No, but Jon Snow knows what he's doing with them, though. He knows that he's putting them on the front line because they've experienced the White Walkers. For, they're, they're more experienced with nor- the real true North than them, you know? Now, with that said, though, it is a bit like, man, these, these guys just got back into, like, you know, the main, like, south of the wall, you know? Now you're sending them back, you know. They're not going north of the wall. I know, but they have to be at the wall. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, but why do they get treated the worst? You know? No, they don't. I mean, everybody's going to have to fight in this. You know? It's like, you know, but why? Yeah, I guess you're right. No, you know, the night watch is already at the wall. You know? Yeah, but they're not at the part of the castle that it's going to be a bad situation. I mean, we'll see what happens. You know. Um, but it's what too happened? bad because, you know, you know also, I thought it... the guy, the red-haired guy of the Wildlings, I thought he was going to kind of get it on with Brienne of Top. Oh, really? there's still hope. <laughs> that Maybe was another thing in the leaves, first, you know? That was, I think he's a good actor. I think that was a funny thing in the first episode, too, where he kind of was looking at her in a funny way. You know? Oh, you know what was funny in this episode, I, in this second episode? Oh, yeah. I got to say, I laughed when he's like, he's like, uh, your son Rickon, he's like, Dickon. <laughs> it's like, right, Dickon. That was a clear joke. Oh, actually, I thought that was funny. You I know totally also thought was it was kind funny. of, was pretty funny. It I was laughed. gross too, by yeah, the way. Yeah, this was also very gross, but pretty funny was when Samuel Tarley is, Samuel Tarley is, uh, like, he's taking away the scabs and he starts going like, into of the, the grayscale of the grayscale of Georgia of Georgia Marmont. And it's like pussing. And it's like pussing and he goes into the pus and he like pokes at it more and then it, like has this close up of it, and then it it slowly it zooms, zooms out, out, and it's somebody, and eating, it's somebody like eating some porridge, and it's pretty. That's that was kind of funny, yeah. actually. But um, oh, how grotesque! I that know. Was. Although it is kind of weird to me that why is Samwell? I guess the only reason he's helping him is because he knew his father, right? Is that why? I, mean, I guess so. Does yeah. that seem contrived at all to you, or no? No, 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 no. But um, here's the other thing: is like. 
Now, here's- Samuel Tarly is like, why is he risking this? You know, I mean, it also seems like why are these you know other you know soothsayers or whatever they call them maesters? Why are they so stubborn? You know, like because they tried it before. I know, but they don't want to get. They want people to get hurt. Also, I feel like Samwell should be wearing a mask, you know? Like, what if it? What if the pus, like, spurts out on him, you know? That would be bad. Well, this is, you know, potentially the, like, 1100s. Also, they don't care about Also, that on shit. top of that, that maester was right. Jorah Marmont should have cut off his arm right when he saw that, you know? I know. He's an idiot. It's like, why didn't he do that? It wouldn't well, have spread. Yeah, he could have like been, like, dead, he could have been, like, um... Jamie Lannister. Jamie Lannister, you know what I mean? And what if, what if they started fighting? Wouldn't that be a situation if they both had no hands? One hand each. Look, Ma, one hand. Well, I think that settles our conversation uh, settles about conversation. Game of Thrones. First episode so far was better than the second episode. There were a lot of contrivances in the second episode, especially concerning the uh, Greyjoy sand snake matter. I yeah. will say, though, you know... Those sand snakes are like the worst characters on I know, the show. And God, it's kind of like, nice to just geez, see a couple of them, them go. Out I mean, get them get out of here. Get them out of here. Get a hook. I mean, just those I mean, just characters were not ideal. Somebody get a hook and get them out of here. I, I mean, mean, you know. Somebody call the Calvary and get these guys the out of here. Seeing the princesses and not in a good way. But, you know, I know it was probably the intention of the writers to write them like that, but I, I didn't like it. I didn't like whatever. it. Nobody liked also, it. Also, the dialogue. It was cringeworthy. This lesbianic dialogue in, I mean, like, when. Just, they were not, I mean, they were this, not fun, okay? This, no, no, I'm talking about, so, this sort of, like, lesbian foreplay dialogue in the, in the, the cabin of the ship between, you know, Yara Greyjoy and... Uh, what's her fit and the Sand Snake Queen? Hilarious. It, it just sounded so cheesy. It was so cheesy. It's like, what the freak? Anyway, that's enough about Game of Thrones. Still looking forward to episode three. Don't get me wrong. Oh, do not get me wrong. I am watching, I mean, where Jon Snow and Daenerys Targaryen uh, most likely meet up for the first time. That's going to be exciting. On Sunday, I will be with bells on. But you know what? Real show. quick, this last episode of Twin Peaks. That was a good episode. Oh, Twin Peaks, it, yeah. If it you was, to... I mean, we won't talk about it too much. It was, it was pretty very funny. Weird. It was funny. It was but funny. There were some weird moments in it. That was, that's for sure. The scene that with where the honking horn. This oh, woman that was, was like honking so her bizarre. horn, and she was like, <laughs> I mean, don't, just just watch, watch it. it. It's, it's really, really funny. You won't do justice by talking about it. But anyway, um, anyway, moving on moving to on our to real sense. discussion for tonight, which is our discussion on scent. Let me so let me just start off by saying I hate and I could not emphasize hate more than I am now. I hate cologne. Men's cologne. I hate it. Any form of men's cologne is it smells bad. Even if you think it smells good, it's intoxic in it's it's toxic. Not intoxicating, but it's toxic in a bad, bad way. I feel like I'm gonna faint if I get whiff it, can't catch a whiff of it too much, and not faint in a good way. I I don't like cologne. I won't see that I'll faint. Right. Um. You know. You know. If you walk, it's like it you know, smells people like are a men's, asked, It smells like a men's asked, locker room in, in a bad way. You know. I hate when you go into a locker room 
and it smells it reeks of cologne, like Axe body And it gets spray, on your own and clothes. And it gets on your own clothes, no. and you start smelling like Axe, that. And you're like, I don't I know what Axe that. smells like, but... Oh, it no, smells No, cologne bad. smells worse. Well, no, Axe is basically like cologne. It's Axe body spray. Well, in any event, you know, sometimes people, they're telling... We don't have a couch in our place uh, for a number of different reasons, but mostly because we just haven't really needed one, and I guess we should get one. But maybe instead of a couch, we should just get a fainting couch is that what it's called right no it's not what it's called it's a, i don't know fainting uh what is it uh, called uh, you know niles crane knows oh god I, i'm gonna just have to quickly look this up really quick no 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 no. i'll look it uh nikki will look it up ah <laughs> uh, suckers um but you thought max was gonna look it up but nikki is gonna look it up it's called a chaise lounge Right, but sometimes it's called a fainting... What is it called? I mean, it is called a fainting couch. Yeah, I was right. But, you know, it's basically like a chaise lounge, you know? Yeah, I mean, a chaise lounge, but, you know, you can call it a fainting couch, too. I mean, uh, anyway... Ooh, interesting note. I'm looking this up. Speculation about the need for fainting couches. One was corsets. Um, because women had to wear a corset, they wore corsets, and so they needed this sort of, uh, they, they had to sit awkwardly, is they, that what you're they, saying? No, 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 no. Oh. Women would actually faint because their, because corsets, their corsets were, were too, too tight, tight, restricting blood flow. Um, another one, by the second dust. most common theory, and this is a little bit misogynistic, but it was because of female hysteria. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it says. I mean, um, female hysteria was... It says, fainting couches is the home treatment of female hysteria through manual pelvic massage by home-visiting doctors and midwives as, well, a dis- oh, as a quote-unquote disease that needed constant recurring, usually weekly, in-home treatment. Yeah, with- you know, it's very interesting how chauvinistic, you know, the world has been and throughout history. I mean... Female but, hysteria, but that, was a, that was a thing in, in, as a psychological disease considered in the 1800s, late 1800s. And it's like, well, men didn't apparently have any yeah, hysteria. And you know what it's proceeded so the creation of the fainting couch was fainting rooms for privacy during the intimate massage procedure that a, you know, um, basically a woman would receive. It's a very wow. Weird it's just a weird. It's that seems like a weird excuse for a doctor to take advantage of a woman. Or Female something. hysteria through manual pelvic massage by home visiting doctors and midwives. That's very weird. Yeah, that sounds like so so creepy. Actually, what a man. Man, men were real. I mean, obviously, anyway, men are that, still creepy. Basically, but. if you ever have a fainting couch in your house, those are sort of the what they were made for, I guess, back in the day, you know? Weird. Okay, well, in any event, maybe we should get a fainting couch here to ourselves because we're fainting from the scent of cologne. Well, the lack of oxygen I'm getting to my brain by whiffing in the cologne. Sometimes I smell it from the windows. To the walls? The windows are open in our our apartment because it's hot right now, and... I can smell it outside. Somebody's using cologne. I hate it. And I here's the thing it. about cologne. Okay, guys who wear cologne, you guys are more often than not wearing way too much of it. If you like the smell of it, all you're supposed to do is you're supposed to spray. Don't even I think spray it's just a dab. Sh- Nikki, listen. 
Max, a lot of cologne doesn't do spray. It's just you pour it. It's a dab. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, I think I think what you're supposed to do is just put a dab like on your like where your neck is or something. But I think the real way is the if witches, it is a spray, if it's a spray, you spray it in front of you, not at you, and then you gently walk move through into it, it, move into it, and that's all you're supposed to do. But I hate it anyway. But anyway, it smells bad. Plus, but you know what? Here's also, the thing. I feel like it's a lie too. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It, hold okay, on. Okay, but we'll get to that lie. Let's talk about perfume first, because okay. um, because all of this really does cover up. You know, it masks your the natural true scent. scent. But before we get to that, perfumes. I actually highly dislike most perfumes. Most perfumes are no good, but women, although some of them there's are a not couple lie, sometimes there's like a vanilla good. scent or Whoa, well, I don't know about some, a vanilla scent. Some sort of uh, Some of those can be quite uh, antique. Scent. Some of those vanilla scents could be kind but of I hate, you know, I really don't like uh, most perfumes. Sickening. They, they they smell they're sickening to me and to No, be honest, some of them once in a while, I mean, cuz women seem to know how to wear it some of them definitely don't. I mean, I've been places, you know, I used to work at I've San Francisco. Places, I've been places. No, I used to work at the SF Jazz Center in San Francisco, obviously SF Jazz Center. Um, and, you know, a certain amount of clients, there would be a certain clientele that would come in. More often than not, the woman would be wearing perfume. And a lot of times those women were wearing way too much of it. Now, some women, though, I would say more than men know how to wear these artificial scents um, correctly because it seems that they keep up, uh, you know, on on how to do this kind of stuff, you know, with, you know, uh, well, that sort of thing. And oh my gosh, okay. And well, in any event, uh, sometimes it does smell. I gotta admit, sometimes it does smell good. But with that said, I am not for it, and for the most part. It doesn't smell good. No, but it doesn't matter. Okay, irregardless, I'm actually, even if it smelled good, regardless. I'm actually, irre- what? Regardless. No, irregardless, though. Max is saying that as a, just for those grammar and syntax snobs out there, he's not saying irregardless and actually means it. Max knows that that's not an actual word, but he likes using it anyway. Right, but irregardless, um, the thing is, even if it smelled good, I'm not for it anyway. Reason being is, I think you should embrace your true natural scent. That whoa, you whoa, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. To a de- decree. decree. By the way, Nikki, when he says decree, he means degree, but he likes to say decree. Well, I'm kind of copying my copying sister. Copying my sister, Laura. Um, um, but And I, I'm actually copying my older brother, Brent, when I say it regardless, because he came up with that, actually. First. But I will say this. Perfumes and cologne, it masks your natural scent. As long as you don't have reek of horrible body odor, in which case you shouldn't use cologne or... or Hello, reek. Unless you... Hello, in, reek. In which... Oh, you, you but hold on, actually. In, in I, which case you shouldn't use cologne or perfume, but rather you should use a non-scented deodorant, perhaps. Or... or but look, uh, something that actually keeps the BO from coming out. But in general... I want to smell Look, what you okay. smell like. Now, here's an interesting topic. Well, I don't want to smell what you smell like, but I want to, I want to, uh, okay. Why you s- I'd rather smell the natural person than yeah, well, okay. the artificial here's, person. This is what, now, when we're talking about chemistry between two people, I think a big part of that is scent. Pheromones. Yeah, well, that's something actually that 
humans don't actually, I don't believe that pheromones were actually attracted. I mean, as humans, I don't think it's scientifically proven that we can be attracted to through pheromones. But with that said, there is a certain... There is an attraction. Maybe there is. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, check check up on that. Take with a grain of salt what I said. But smell is very attractive in, on a, a natural scent, and it can really be alluring, you know? Also, it can also, a bad scent, by the way, can actually be very um, off-putting. Yeah, sometimes... Um, if I've seen sometimes a... If I've seen, see a, a, if I've seen a... Let me... Let me no, oh, if what? I've seen a beautiful girl... And for some reason, even if she didn't fart, but somebody near me farted, and I'm looking at that girl, it the makes... effect of that fart is so powerful that I'll start thinking that girl is less attractive, even yes. though she didn't make that and smell. Sometimes I think from a distance, from a distance, I think a girl might be attractive, but if I get closer to her and I don't like her scent, her natural scent, I will be. I won't be as attracted to that girl, you know. Even you know, and on on the other side of the tip, regardless of her look, you know. On the other side of the tip, <laughs> on the other side of the tip, that's kind of a funny saying. On the other side of the tip, if she um, is pretty attractive, and I'm, but I'm not like super attracted to her looks, but I'm like, okay, she's pretty cute, I guess, in a way. If her smell is intoxicating, I am. I'm fallen, you know, I've fallen because, boy, that intoxicating smell makes me 100% in t- attracted to her, you know what I mean? But I will like, say... It makes her physical features better, you know, I'd somehow. rather somebody didn't smell like anything, you know? No, I, what do you, t- I disagree wholeheartedly. But Are you how, kidding me? Okay, do I have a natural scent? Yeah. What is it? I don't know. It's, you know what it smells like. It smells like. like Nikki. I don't know. No, Nikki. I don't. No. I don't use I use non-scented Nikki, anything. That doesn't I mean don't, you don't have a natural scent to yourself. But I will tell you this. And plus, even if you can't smell it, somebody else might be able to smell it. Okay. But anyway. Trust me, now a hundred percent am for scent, now, actually. Uh, if I I'd much rather have okay, a woman Okay. You just it's it's a part of the the senses, actually. It, it's a part of Attraction, actually, really. I mean, okay. you not only have the physical, which is oh, the sight. Speaking of you which, have, I mean, breath, you also have the smell. Breath, the is smell. A thing. That's a big part of it. He's, and, oh, you know, speaking I mean, of things, you know, breath. Other senses too. I go do involved there. Breath too. is touch a, also. A breath is a big deal for me. If in being attracted to another human, if they have bad breath, I just can't be around them. It's like some people, and they don't notice. Some of our friends, even. They don't know that they have horrible breath all the time. They have like a halitosis situation. And yeah. really, if you have that kind of situation, you, you really should, should go you get, should that get that checked, checked out. out. You know, Either go to the dentist or maybe the doctor. Yeah, I mean, the dentist or the doctor, you, it could be your diet even. Like could you be your shouldn't diet. eat three hours be, within three hours before you go to bed because your digestive system doesn't... It, it wants a break while you sleep. And if you eat right before you get to bed, it's not getting that break. And thus, things don't get digested properly. And your your digestive tract, everything with digestion relates to your breath, basically. Right, but hold on. There's um, something I did. But also, so if you just eat unhealthily, that will create some bad digestion that will create bad Okay, breath we get the too. point. But Here's check the out thing. that halitosis. Here's the thing. we didn't. I didn't get to finish covering what I want to talk about about perfume and cologne, they mask your true natural scent that 
And the problem with that is that's part of your unique being. And I, I'm all for people embracing their uniqueness because when you become attracted to somebody or if somebody's attracted to you, um, I would like it, for me, if I'm attracted to somebody, I want to be attracted to that person and that person only. I don't want it to be a lie. You know, I don't want to be deceived. And in addition, uh, I think that's something special, you know, and you're tainting that specialness. You okay, know? but here's the and, thing, And though. I think part of the reason why I'm attracted to that person is their scent, you know? And you, I are, think, you, you just said, I know, you but basically said that I know, when, but when the perfume and cologne cover that, I'm just, just know that you're covering up something that is a part of you. And you actually may be covering up something that smells really good to somebody with something that doesn't smell good, and you're making yourself less attractive to another person. Well, here's the thing, though. Now, some people, they perspire. Actually, a lot of people do. Okay, and B.O. B.O. Now, I some people, some people I know don't use deodorant at all, actually. And they naturally smell bad. Some because people, of their though, BO. don't use deodorant. And I actually fine. personally don't use deodorant. And I, I'm no, nobody ever accuses me of smelling bad because well, I don't really... Uh, I, I guess the thing is, my body odor isn't really that strong, or something like well, that. Well, you know? I mean, look, yeah, mine is not that strong either. But, but I people, will if if I do run for a while. I mean, I can smell it on myself. Sure, if it's, you exercise, yeah, if you exercise, I mean, there's just no doubt you're going to smell. But I, I will say this: sometimes some I'm running people, to the train. I know some us, people like, don't you know. use deodorant, and really, they should use deodorant because their bo is is. Is beyond uh, it's repair. It's beyond re- no. What, what I'm saying is they should. They need to mask that scent, and or not just mask it, but I actually feel deodorant doesn't just mask, but it it sort of um, eliminates. Um, it deodorizes. It deodorizes. Now, here, yeah. the, when we're talking about masking, because cologne no- and perfume mask, and essentially when they mask. <sighs> You can still, if you have bo, bo it's you can just still gonna get a mi- a mix. Could, it's a mix. It's of like bo a mint on a piece of poo, basically. It's a mint on a piece of poo. Now and here's the it thing. Still smells bad. Now here's know? the thing. And some when, people's when breath, we by the way, some people's breath does do, does smell like poo. Like their breath actually smells like poo, especially if they have yeah. halitosis. Okay. Sometimes and even also if they use a mint. It still doesn't cover it up. But because you know, it's like sometimes on poo. sometimes you also just have to know that you should eat something too, because that also causes bad but breath. But also, no. But brush on. your teeth twice a day. Twice Some a people day. People don't brush their teeth. So and often, actually, here's and an important bad. thing: when you're brushing, brush your tongue. That's yes. where a lot of bad and breath the roof lies. of your mouth. The roof of your mouth. Roof. I don't know where you get this accent from. Roof. Roof. Anyway, <laughs> stupid. Um, now, uh, just so you know, do not confuse BO with the natural scent that we were talking about earlier. There's a natural scent that one person has that's not the, the, the scent that's produced by uh, pers- perspiration. That's perspiration, perspiration under... Perspiration is, is actually the release of toxins, in a sense. Well, I think it's, also, it's also enclosed in a space... Which always creates a bad scent, you know, like right. wetness in a in a right. in a small area. Right, 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 right. Now that's not what we're talking about. Bo is always bad, and if you do need to use deodorant, use something that doesn't smell like cologne or perfume. Use it unscented. You usually use unscented. Sometimes those unscented ones don't work very well. But you know, if you just use, you know, old old fashioned old fight old spice something like that, that should be fine. You know, I mean. I know, and that does have a scent, actually. It does, in a but, way, but if that's you actually the, fine. If that's... you use the fresh scent one, 
that one is fine. The original scent one is actually does smell like cologne. I don't like. No, it. actually, well, there is a certain type of scent that I've actually talked to some girls before, and they actually like a certain Old Spice smell because it smells like a man to them. They kind of like that. I'll tell you this though: <laughs> if a, somebody smells like cinnamon, I like that. You know why? Because you know, I went into this public restroom tonight and. It smelled like cinnamon in there, and I liked it. I was like, ooh, I okay, like this. Okay, well, that's another conversation. But he, just before we get on to that, now, what would you rather have, Nikki? Somebody that smelled like horrendous B.O. or somebody that smelled like horrendous cologne? You have to pick one. Horrendous B.O. Really? Yeah. You know what? I know somebody personally. I like the guy. He's very, he's a very fun guy, and... Over time, you basically get used to the bo. But I don't know, dude. Man. Cologne, it. I feel like it's poison. Basically, I feel like yeah, I'm being poisoned. I don't think you've been trapped, Max. I on- have. I have in France. A lot of people don't use T-O. deodorant in, no, Bre- hey, in France. To let me start talk, getting you on. start getting used to it. What the more you take the public transportation in France, you at first you you really start smelling. It, it smells really hold bad. Hold on, hold on. You start getting used to it, and it's not so hold on. bad. T O N O. Let's talk more about B.O. Okay, that was not... <laughs> I don't like that. No, come on. T-O-N-O, no. The B.O., look, you rode your Lyon Metro. I'm talking about the Paris Metro that I took very frequently to work in the morning, jam-packed sardines, and, you know, I know there's a stereotype of Europeans Max, and French the people. Max, and, and metros Nikki, I would take in Lyon no, had, were dude, packed all the time. Nikki, there's not as many people on there, too. Yes, there... It's packed. If it's packed, it's packed. Yeah, but Nikki, trust me, dude. Like, this is... Like, I didn't even need to... I didn't... People, it was so packed, I didn't even need to hang on to anything because the sheer push of everyone against me held me up in, in the metro. Now... Really, I know is the stereotype of French people, but it's not just the French people that are living in France. It's there's a lot of other people that live in in Paris. You know, for instance, it's a metropolitan city with a lot of different cultures that live there. I mean, I don't want to stereotype, but there are man. I mean, I tell you what, it's the, that's the worst bo I've ever done smelled in my life. I mean, standing right behind some guy that just didn't wear be- deodorant, and it's like. How do you not smell this? I mean, this is just the worst smell I've ever smelled. And I don't know, man. I think I might take cologne over it, actually, because ultimately I can get used to cologne, I think, you know? Now, other smells. Now, what artificial smells do I like? Hold on a second. Are we done talking about uh, human? I think we got the gist. I think we got the gist. I think we got the gist. Now, what artificial smells do I love and truly enjoy? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on a second. Before we get to that, we wa- I want to just uh, explore more scents that are produced by the human body, such <sighs> as farts and burping. Okay. So well, we already kind of went over this in a previous episode. Obviously, farts smell bad to everybody, but so do you burps. always like your own flavor. Okay. But burps, I guess we already talked about this. We in talked about this episode. in a previous episode. We don't need to talk about versus, this. Uh, yeah, they I, smell I, I, bad, but I mean, come on, let's get real. They just yeah, smell bad. They do. Okay. All right. Yeah, you're right. They smell bad. Now, uh, what about pee? But I smelling bad. Now, here's an interesting thing. If you eat asparagus, it'll make your pee smell bad. 
but in a good way. You know what I mean? Like you smell it and you're like, oh boy, it, it smells bad, but it, it smells, smells like, you know, weirdly, like I know I eat asparagus and I feel good about the way it smells at the same time. Because you, know? you, you knew you did something healthy. But it's not just about that. There's some weird... Weird, I know, you like, like it. I like that it smells bad because I ate asparagus. There's some funny part about that, it you know? A, and I think yeah, that makes yeah. it smell good somehow in a weird you way. You know, and a lot of other sort of greens do that too. Sure, Brussels sure. sprouts. Sure, but um, asparagus is a big culprit. Now, artificial smells that do smell good. Well, a lot of artificial smells do smell good. Oh, here's one example. Those smell markers that you had when you were kids. Oh, I love those. Oh, they smell so good. Artificial. The cinnamon one. Oh. What do you mean? The blueberry one. Mmm. No, the cinnamon one. Mm. And also, here's another thing. Uh, artificial smells that smell good. Candy. Mm. Max, okay, but. I love it. This is all obvious, you know? It's like, okay. Okay. You know, I mean. Yeah, but I'm just trying to say that artificial doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. Now, you know what smell I hate? I hate it is the smell of bleach. And that gets on you. It stays with you. If you're like in a room that has just been bleached or used bleach, it stays with you. It gets on your skin, basically. Like not the bleach, but the scent of the bleach. It's so pungent that it gets on you. And you're smelling that Bleach smell long yeah, after bleach you parted is, ways is, bleach with is that toxic. room that had bleach. Bleach is toxic. I don't like it. I hate... I, I just, don't think people should be using bleach, actually. I don't think it's a good thing to use. Well, there are natural bleaches, decree. by the way. There are natural bleaches, though, by the way, if you need well, to use bleach. You know, you use Comet, Max, and that's basically Well, there's bleach, bleach inside of that. I, I'm talking about 100% bleach. And there are natural bleaches, by the way, if you are going to use bleach... Uh, just because I think it's just to- it's actually not good to breathe in the fumes of that it's stuff. It's not. I, I, so it's actually I really don't toxic. like the smell of bleach. Um, it's straight up toxic. Yeah, it's toxic. Um, now, uh, is there anything else you want to talk about this? Because I don't really have that much more to say. So what's the final word on this? You know, I guess basically the final word is don't use perfume or, or cologne. cologne. Just don't do it. Stick to your original true scent that belongs to you, you and got, you only. If you got bad B.O., Use a non-scented deodorant. Um, there are Toms, you know. Toms is classic. another one. It's classic. Um, um, and just straight, just stay true to yourself. If you have bad breath, please get that checked out because if you have chronic now that bad is breath, chronic, chronic, chronic bad breath, the chronic, you've got a problem. It's probably halitosis. If you got the chronic, and then just you should really get it checked out because even you know your friends, they like you a lot, but they, it might be hard for them to tell you, like, look, man, you've got a breath problem, you know, and you should really just think about getting it checked out, you know? I mean, you can taste it. When you have bad breath, you can taste it. You can taste it. Well, yeah, I don't you know. Can I know our dad, dad has that sometimes, and he just can't, I don't know. He's, anyway, he's just in his own wacky world. Get it checked out. Um, and that's the final word. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Splitting Hairs with Max and Nikki. Stay tuned for a new episode.